super dope. You're in a Dragon Ball Super. Welcome in and stuff. Welcome in and stuff and then stuff. Alright, I told myself I would do one more podcast before the year was up. And I've been telling myself that for the better part of like the last two weeks. So, uh, it's 10.30 on New Year's Eve in the morning. I gotta do this pod. So here I go. Uh, chapter 79 of Dragon Ball Super. It's tough to sit down and do a podcast when you know that you're just going to be in a bad mood about it, you know? So I think that's why I've just um, kind of put this off. Because I don't want to be in a bad mood. I got, you know, uh, better shit to do than be in a bad mood in front of a microphone. And also, like, you know, sometimes being in a bad mood on a microphone doesn't translate as well as you think it would. Sometimes you're just like, shut the fuck up. That's you, I imagine. Because that's how I feel about people who just talk too fucking much. Like, shut the fuck up. Myself included. So, with that being said, I intend to keep this one pretty quick today. Because, like I said, it's 10.30 New Year's Eve. I got a couple of things to go do uh, before going out tonight to celebrate with uh, some of the people. Mike Norm, Amber, Jimmy, those people. So, uh, chapter 79. Gas versus granola, I believe. Could be granola versus gas. Didn't write it down. Not particularly uh, crazy chapter name. feel like I just summed it up. This chapter is frustrating for me because I expected, um, I don't know, some advancement in the story. And uh, nothing. This was the most filler-ish of chapters. Uh, and it, I guess it, it's kind of compounded by, you know, what I talk about all the time is the spoilers that they give us sometimes give us too much, sometimes give us pretty much the entirety of the chapter and in this case that is what happened um the spoilers basically gave us everything the full chapter was the spoilers plus a very prolonged battle scene and kind of like some confirmation i guess on uh some things that we've been talking about a little bit in regards to how these wishes work how the powers with these wishes work um what the uh ultimate outcome might be I guess. I mean, I have to imagine it ends with one of these two guys burning through all their power. Like, that's the one thing we haven't really talked too much about is what the ramification of Gas's wish could be. Does he also have a, all of his power used up now through condensing his lifespan like Granola has done? If that's the case, it's like a race to the finish. Like, who's going to blow who up first before their time span runs up or whatever? So let's go through the major beats of this chapter. Uh, again, from the spoilers, we know that Vegeta gives Granola the Senzu Bean. Uh, he rushes to the battlefield right before Manito gets his uh, shit sorted and, uh, you know, protects him, says, you, you fight with me. Don't beat up my old man, friend of 40 years, my roommate, best friend in the world, who's lied to me, but I still love him a bunch. At which point, Manito gives him back uh, his eyepiece his AI, I assume, oatmeal. So now he's healed from a sensu bean. He has his eyepiece back. Uh, he's like back to 100%, basically, by those two things. So he's going to go enter the fight, gas versus granola. More of the same of what we've seen uh, from gas in terms of making up those energy weapons and having that be like his main technique or whatever. 
and uh, Granola and him fight, 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 and fight, and fight. And it's eventually revealed that, or Granola definitely suspects that Gas isn't fighting at his full capabilities, his full powers, or whatever. And uh, surprise, Gas has wanted to defeat Granola with his own power this whole time. So he hasn't been using any of this power. This has just been a big old show. You know, he wants to defeat him with the techniques that he honed uh, and his own strength, not the strength granted by uh, this wish. He felt that he didn't need this wish in the first place. So, uh, yeah, that was Gas's intention. And uh, the energy weapons are not part of his power up. They are something that he did in his original battle with Bardock. And he is uh, kind of prideful. Prideful? Yeah, I guess. About it. As this battle continues on, we have Vegeta and Goku serving in that spectator role. Uh, which, I guess Goku has been in that role a little bit until last chapter where he stepped in and was like, I got this for a couple of minutes. Look out, boys. Uh, he has kind of been on the sidelines for Vegeta and Granola's fight throughout the majority of this arc, which I thought was... I think it's pretty cool when you put Goku in that role. Now that Goku and Vegeta are in that role and just kind of making the Piccolo comments about what uh, is actually happening between this this fight with two characters that are very new. Like I like Granola. I think Gas. I'm sort of indifferent on. I think a lot of people feel like uh, Gas is like a, a true kick-ass new villain, and I'm kind of lukewarm on him. I like Granola a lot, though. Like, the concept of Granola, the way this arc is ending, dude, it's like, uh, But yeah, Goku and Vegeta and that spectator role of these two new characters is interesting. Uh, they make a couple of observations during the fight. One is that it appears that Gas is using Hakai, uh, destroy, destruction energy, and uh, that's new. Where would he have learned that from? And also, uh, he's using instant teleportation uh, much in the same way that Granola earlier in this arc used instant teleportation with his battle with Koku and Vegeta. He says out loud, he's like, yeah, I don't really know who I'm doing this, but I am. So I'm the strongest. They make the observation that Gas is using it now as well, but uh, Granola's use of it is much more honed and accurate. I guess I should say uh, less sloppy. Gas is using these techniques very sloppily. So because of, I guess, again, uh, precision of Granola's usage of these techniques. Like if he uses if Gas uses Hakai energy, it's kind of going back to what I talked about a few months back where it's like if if you're wished to be the strongest in the universe, it kind of pushes you to the front of the line and gives you the powers of the people below you, I think, or like at least a capability to achieve those powers. I think it like opens it up to you. And that's instant teleportation is the perfect example of that uh, in this arc. Now it, they're kind of doing the same thing with the Hakai energy. So um, I think that's how gas kind of taps into it because Vegeta is using it very openly. And Vegeta is, you know, up until a couple of moments ago, was probably the strongest in the universe, second to Granola. Uh, I mean, you could make the argument that Goku or whatever, but, you know, top three, say. 
So I think that's what kind of gives Gas the ability to be able to use these uh, techniques suddenly and untrained and the untrained nature in which he's able to use these things. Uh, that's going to open up the opportunity to defeat him. Granola with his fucking sniper eye and his super accurate uh, precision of hitting people's um, you know vital points like Hit does and stuff like that. I think maybe that will be the way in which Granola defeats gas like maybe he can't destroy him but maybe he can incapacitate him maybe that would be i guess an interesting way to maybe end this fight between these two because otherwise it's like who flames out first you know i can't imagine that granola comes out on top i'd be very surprised if he did maybe they battle to a draw i i don't know i i just nothing really happened uh in this chapter that we haven't already seen or talked about or kind of assumed this was the epitome of a filler chapter and uh, i'm not gonna lie man i read it and i was fucking pissed and that's why it took me so long to talk about it because we are not even 10 minutes in and i've basically covered the entire chapter nine minutes and 40 seconds if i don't cut anything i probably have to cut some awkward breaths and shit but yeah almost less than 10 minutes chapter's done like what am i gonna do with that i'm gonna call up rayshawn and fucking uh gb and be like hey guys you want to talk about nothing for an hour and a half yeah some people enjoyed the chapter some people like action heavy chapters and i get why you would it's dragon ball duh you know we all love cool action sequences but I guess the action sequence didn't hit the sequences didn't hit as hard with me because like I said before, it's two characters that I don't really particularly give much of a shit about. Granola's cool, gas, meh. I don't care about him. When Vegeta was the guy fighting, when Goku's the one fighting, I'm like, ooh, what's gonna happen to my boy this month? Granola, I've only known you like half a year. You're not my boy. You're an acquaintance at best. The fuck out of here with that familiarity bullshit. Anyway, um, yeah, like I said, it was going to be a quick one. This might be a wreck. Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure I've got some other shit. I do have a couple of housekeeping items. If you made it here. Okay, cool. Good on you. Uh, housekeeping items, right? If you listen on Spotify, which a good chunk of you do, uh, Spotify just launched uh, their rating system. So our rating system went live on Spotify. It's just like a a five-star uh, system thing. Uh, no written review piece of it. If you listen on Spotify, though, uh, help us out. Go give us five stars. Pull up um, like the, our main page or whatever, and like right underneath our show art, uh, there will be like a little box with a star in it. It'll probably say like not enough ratings or something because it just launched earlier this week, maybe. So yeah go help us out if you give us a good rating that helps with recommendation uh, or recommending the show to other potential listeners who might like it so go help me out please uh also other people who'd like to help out this show go to patreon.com slash dragon ball super dope and i want to welcome our latest patron dallas uh hulk i'm just gonna call you the hulk because that's what we know you as in the discord I think I, I think it's cooler if somebody calls you DA. You know what I mean? Like district attorney. Sounds like you got some authority, but like you don't cite district attorney because when you think about that, you're like, 
you don't sound like you have much authority in the way of like guns, but you say DA and you're like, Ooh, what's DA stand for again? I don't remember, but it must be something with a gun. Otherwise, why would I be shook by the authority of such a name? DA it is, but it's the Hulk. Dallas, thank you for joining that $5 patron uh, tier. You have access to like, I don't know. I think it's like over a hundred extra podcasts at this point. We haven't done too much in the last couple of months, but a lot of extra videos, a lot of uncut episodes of Dragon Ball Super Dope. Death Note Super Dope is there. That's one of my favorite series I've ever done. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever release it publicly though, because it's we borrow a lot. And the the Death Note musical segments, when you get to those, who dog. Where is the justice? Where's the justice? Uh, anyway, thank you. If you want to get in on that um, Patreon page, again, that's patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. There is a link in the show notes, the description, whatever you are watching, listening on, whatever, dude. I thought about doing an episode last week where I was much more angry about the chapter. You know, I've, I've calmed down, uh, but I was going to do it like on Festivus, you know, the 23rd and do like an airing of the grievances and freak out about, um, you know, this shitty chapter and the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie thing. Um, I don't think I talked about it. Uh, too too much. I know we talked about like a preview for Jump Festa, but I don't think I gave like proper reactions to the new trailer and all that. And it's been such a minute. I I don't even really want to do that. Uh, it's cool. Gohan's gonna be in the fold. I think uh, him in the Piccolo Gi Super Saiyan with his glasses on, like all those shots look super dope. Super dope. Uh, here's what I am sort of pissed about though which I don't think enough people noticed or are talking about from that panel. Like, Gohan, hooray, whatever. Uh, they're androids, like I said a few months back. I assume they were androids. Yeah, they're androids. Uh, that little fat kid, he's not a fat kid. He's like some kind of evil scientist doctor. Dr. Hera, Hera, Hera I should have pulled up the name. I'm talking about all of this off the dome, but uh, the biggest, most egregious moment of that is they confirm Pan to be three years old in this movie. They show her, uh, early on they showed a character design of her in like a little uh, schoolgirl uniform with like her little briefcase and a hat and stuff. And it looked like she was going to kindergarten in a school uniform. I assume she, uh, that would put her around age five putting this story uh, three years from where, about three years from where we are in the Dragon Ball canon right now, uh, you know, during this granola arc and all that. And a lot of people said, okay, cool. That means uh, if she got older by a few years, they have to give us a Trunks and Goten redesign. And in this bio that they released for several characters, Pan's bio confirms her to be three years old. So, she's three years old and looks a little bit older. I know what you're thinking. That means, hey, why not give us, say, an updated Goten and Trunks design? And I'm sure it'll be, like, updated, you know, in the sense that it's put into this new CGI or whatever. But it's going to be one of two things, I think. Hopefully they update them. I really hope that they age these characters a little bit. Please fucking Christ, but... In my brain, I've already prepared myself for the idea that 
one, they'll appear on screen and be the same GD age, wearing the same clothes from the last movie, but in this new, you know, animation CGI style that they're employing for this film. Or, uh, or number two, or B, I forgot if I'm using letters and numbers, who fucking cares? B2, 2B would be that they pull a Gohan in the Broly movie. And those two just don't even show up in this flick at all. They're just off screen the entire time. That is what I've prepared myself for mentally. And you should too. Because Dragon Ball, they don't give a fuck about you. Or me, for that matter. Breaking news. Like, to the point where I had this shit mixed and done and edited, and now I'm adding this extra thing. So I just talked about Goten and Trunks, right? Turns out that Go... Excuse me. Turns out that Trunks' voice actor, Takeshi Kusao... Kusao? I'm fucking... I, awful with any pronunciation of any language never mind japanese takeshi kusao the voice of trunks and future trunks will be making an appearance in this movie he has been confirmed in a byline i believe this came from dbs hype but apparently in like my uh, not giving a fuck about dragon ball over the last couple weeks i missed it tuned it out but rayshon tagged me in a thing so i saw it wanted to tell you trunks has been confirmed for the movie goten who knows, because it's Moscow Nozawa. Obviously, she's going to be in the movie anyway. So, maybe we do get Goten and Trunks. That'd be cool. Alright, now you know. Bye. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much quick thoughts on Jump Festa. Spider-Man ruled. Buckley, go fuck yourself, because you did ruin the big spoiler for real. Ah. If you didn't listen to my little thing last week about not spoiling Spider-Man, I don't know who this Buckley kid is, but I'm going to fucking find him. Buckley. That's his last name. I think his first name was Fuckface. Fuckface Buckley. Or was I reading it backwards? Was it like Buckley comma Fuckface? Buckley fuckface. <laughs> Either way, I did have that one thing spoiled for me, and I'm kind of aggravated because it would have legit hit me in the head with my feelings had it not been spoiled. But Buckley ruined it. Anyway, it was still a really fun movie. Uh, I honestly think top five superhero movie of all time for me. And uh, yeah, that shit ruled. Hawkeye ruled. This is me talking about things, but not wanting to spoil them for you, because I, I am aware that you probably had better things to do over the last few weeks, getting ready for the holiday and such, uh, you know, than to like go to the movies immediately to see Spider-Man or wake up at 730 on a Wednesday to watch Hawkeye. I get it. So I'm not going to spoil these things for you. I'm just going to say if they were good or not. Spider-Man, V good. Hawkeye, also V good. The ending, whoo-hoo, worth it. Very fun. I had some people think, or saw some people think, that Marvel can't land the plane on a TV show. I've talked about that before. I think they did a pretty good job with Hawkeye start to finish. And oh yeah, Book of Boba Fett. You ever watched that first episode of Book of Boba Fett? You should. I won't say that it's better than The Mandalorian, but also The Mandalorian has been out for a couple of seasons. I'm trying to think about how I felt about The Mandalorian when it, the first episode happened. I guess that's not even really a fair comparison either, because 
that was a brand new character in Din Djarin versus a fan favorite character of, you know, 40 fucking years and Boba Fett. I don't know. Felt very good coming out of that first episode. If you're a Star Wars fan and you haven't watched Boba Fett yet, book of Boba Fett. Go do it now. Right now. Don't be a clown. Hope y'all had a great Christmas and holidays and all that. Happy New Year. And uh, yeah, be safe tonight. And I'll talk to you in 2022. Ugh. The idea of 2022 is already... I don't know, man. It's just... I have like a lot of my musician friends losing gigs again right now, which just makes me kind of, makes me kind of happy that I haven't or didn't try to rebook dates to go play at restaurants and stuff and bars. I got one friend who just came off a ventilator. She's been in the hospital for like a month. Victor, he just fucking got uh tested positive. Like a, uh, I feel like everyone and their mother is coming into contact with this shit. So, uh, you know, I feel like 2022 is not going to get off to the best of starts. Hopefully it'll get better sooner rather than later. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wish I had something better to end the fucking year with. We used to do like parties for the, <laughs> for new years and record them. And now it's just me being like, I'm busy on Friday morning. I got to go to the post office, get the shrimp. At the store, the other store that's you don't get shrimp at the post office. Okay. Don't get shrimp at the post office. You don't. That was terrible. See, I can't even fucking force uh, like an end thing. Like this whole fucking podcast, I'm just like, ooh, ooh. see, I didn't even like plug my social media. Go follow me on social medias. The fuck's the social medias? At DB Super Dope on. Instagram. There's also at Super Dope Pods. That's also me. I guess that's like my backup account because for a minute they canned my Instagram account and I was fucking pissed. But then I got it back like a couple days later and I was relieved. So yeah, that's uh, Instagram. Twitter is at DB Super Dope One. Facebook is at Super Dope Pods. Gotta come up with some kind of branding thing maybe that's my 2021 resolution make it some branding decisions because <laughs> i don't know man sometimes it's like the dragon ball part of the show i'm just like what am i doing that for again it could just be super dope you know but then like what the fuck's that show about yeah you know what i mean yeah film it i don't feel it sometimes dragon ball has not been very good lately and I think the older I get, the more aware I become of the fact that when the, the quality of Dragon Ball declines, so does my overall mental health. Really glad I spent a hundred bucks on a microphone instead of like a hundred bucks twice a week going to talk to a therapist. Microphone's a cost-effective way. That was better. Happy New Year, nerds.